Section 42 of Collected Poems, 1901-1918, by Walter Delamere. Read for LibriVox.org, by Claire. The Three Beggars T'was autumn daybreak, gold and wild, While past St. Anne's grey tower they shuffled. Three beggars spied a fairy child, In crimson mantle muffled. The daybreak lighted up her face, All pink and sharp and emerald-eyed. She looked on them a little space, and shrill as hoboy cried, O three tall footsore men of rags, which walking this gold morn I see, what will you give me from your bags for fairy kisses three? The first that was a reddish man out of his bundle takes a crust. La, by the tombstones of St. Anne, there's fee, a fee you must. The second that was a chestnut man out of his bundle draws a bone. Lo, by the belfry of St. Anne, and all my breakfast gone. The third, that was a yellow man, out of his bundle picks a groat. La, by the angel of St. Anne, and I must go without. That changeling lean and icy-lipped touch crust and bone and groat, and lo, beneath her finger taper-tipped, the magic all ran through. Instead of crust, a peacock pie, instead of bone, sweet venison, Instead of groat, a white lily with seven blooms thereon, and each fair cup was deep with wine. Such was the changeling's charity. The sweet feast was enough for nine, but not too much for three. O toothsome meat in jelly froze, O tender haunch of elfin stag, O rich the odour that arose, O plump with scraps each bag. There in the daybreak golden wild, each merry-hearted beggar-man, drank deep unto the fairy child, and blessed the good St. Anne. THE DWARF Now, Jenny, my dear, to the dwarf be off, that lives in Barbary Wood, and fetch me some honey, but be sure you don't laugh. He hates little girls that are rude, are rude, he hates little girls that are rude. Jane tapped at the door of the house in the wood, and the dwarf looked over the wall. He eyed her so queer, "'Twas as much as she could to keep from laughing at all, at all, "'to keep from laughing at all. "'His shoes down the passage came clod, 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 "'and when he opened the door, he croaked so harsh, "'twas as much as she could to keep from laughing the more, "'the more, to keep from laughing the more. "'As there, with his bushy red beard he stood, "'pricked out to double its size, "'he squinted so cross, "'twas as much as she could to keep the tears out of her eyes, her eyes to keep the tears out of her eyes he slammed the door and went clod 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 but while in the porch she bides he squealed so fierce twas as much as she could to keep from cracking her sides her sides to keep from cracking her sides he threw a pumpkin over the wall and melons and apples beside so thick in the air that to see them all fall she laughed and laughed till she cried 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 jane laughed and laughed till she cried down fell her teardrops, a pit, a pat, pat, and red as a rose she grew. Ka, ka, said the dwarf, is it crying you're at? It's the very worst thing you could do, do, do. It's the very worst thing you could do. He slipped like a monkey up into a tree. He shook her down cherries like rain. See now, says he, cheeping, a blackbird I be. Laugh, laugh, little Jinny again, again, again. Laugh, laugh, little Jinny again. Ah, me, what a strange, what a gladsome duet, from a house in the deeps of a wood. Such shrill and such harsh voices never met yet, 
a laughing as loud as they could, 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 a laughing as loud as they could. Come Jinny, come dwarf, cock sparrow and bee, there's a ring gaudy green in the dell. Sing, sing, ye sweet cherubs that flit in the tree. La, who can draw tears from a well, 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 who ever drew tears from a well? Alalvan The sun is clear of bird and cloud, the grass shines windless, grey and still. In dusky ruin the owl dreams on, the cuckoo echoes on the hill. Yet soft along Alalvan's walks the ghost at noonday stalks. His eyes and shadow of his hat stare on the ruins of his house. His cloak, upfastened with a brooch of faded velvet grey as mouse, brushes the roses as he goes, yet wavers not one rose. The wild birds in a cloud fly up from their sweet feeding in the fruit. The droning of the bees and flies rises gradual as a lute. Is it for fear the birds have flown and shrills the insect drone? Thick is the ivy over Alavan, and crisp with summer heat its turf. Far, far across its empty pastures, Alavan's sands are white with surf, and he himself is grey as the sea, watching beneath an elder tree. All night the fretful, shrill banshee lurks in the ivy's dark festoons, calling forever over garden and river, through magpie changing of the moons. Alavan, oh alas, Alavan, the doom of lone Alavan. End of section 42. This recording is in the public domain. Recording by Claire.